It's not getting it, getting it. Welcome everybody out there in podcast land. The Good Times with Good People Company proudly presents the Law Party Podcast, where it is always about good times, good people, and good talk. Good. Now that you've received your invitation, join us. Grab a cocktail, light a cigar, or whatever you like to smoke. Tell a friend, and welcome to the party. I'm your host and moderator, Rio, and let's introduce today's panel. We've got our returning champion, Chris O'Connor. He's the owner of Liquid Nine, Liquid Nine Entertainment and Investments, and uh, also the owner of Officeworks, uh, the anonymous female, because she doesn't want you to know her name, and... Making a triumphant return after quite some time, the co-owner and co-creator of H3 Healthy Hip Hop, Roy Scott, ladies and gentlemen. Very glad to be back, buddy. Yeah, so first of all, welcome back, Roy. Good to see you. Good to have you back on the show. Thank you, Rio. And uh, so, uh, today, episode 50 of the Law Party Podcast is a... I can't kill this bill. Uh, why won't this health care die already? But before we jump, jump into that, as we always do, I want to do uh, uh, our RIPs. This week we only have one um, that unless somebody else around the table knows of another. Uh, and of course that RIP is to Chuck Berry. Um, a, uh, and something I never knew until this, till this week... Um, a Missouri native. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, he's from St. Louis. I didn't know that. Yeah, his, his statue is in St. Louis and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, actually, right outside uh, Blueberry Hills. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then it's got over. Joplin's home. Yeah. I didn't know Chuck Berry. So yeah, right. yeah, he died, passed away at 90. Can you believe he was 90? I know. Years old I know. Full and still life. playing. And still playing. As a matter of fact, they were supposed to come out with, uh, which I think they said is still going to, either late this year or early next year, uh, <laughs> uh, an album of uh, mostly new music. I mean, he wow. was still doing his thing. Yeah. At 90, at 90. years old. At, at 90, 90, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Speaking of um, Chuck Berry, mm. we um, happened, well, Mario's. Out of the apartment, but I happened to be watching the that new Little Big Shots with um, Steve oh, Harvey, yeah, yeah, yeah. and one of the kids on there was 11 years old, and he had written uh, Chuck Berry because he's like this. He was an amazing guitar player. Oh wow! At 11, and he passed away the week before, and his family extended the offer for him to go play with. His, you know, in tribute with him to, with his yeah. band. Oh wow! And no way. Yeah, That's it awesome. was freaking amazing. Could the kid pull off the riffs and everything? Else? Oh my god, he! I've never heard. He was eleven. That's, so if you can, wa- if you can insane. watch past episodes of that or see it on. Yeah. Uh, on um, YouTube, YouTube, he has this little redheaded white guy, <laughs> eleven years what? old. He Is he was. Irish? <laughs> I don't know. Very he, awkward. He actually, funny. I think he was from. He might have been from England. That makes maybe. sense too. But yeah, he, he was, maybe it was Prince Harry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty amazing, though. If you can, if you can watch it. Wow, those riffs that he invented are still staples today. I mean, everybody still rips off those same riffs that he oh, invented. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, they're all based off the blue standard. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, Robert Johnson probably invented them, and Chuck Berry stole them from him, and then they kept getting passed down through the years. But yeah. they're incredible. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he was an incredible guitar player. So, oh, my God, it's unreal. So this says the statue is at, on Del Mar Boulevard, University City, Missouri. Oh, yeah, U City. Wow. Yeah, that's a great area. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Until until this week, I didn't. I've never been there. Yeah, until until this week, I didn't even know he's from Missouri. Damn, Um, that's awesome. I knew he's from the Midwest somewhere, but I didn't know exactly where. I thought he was from the South. Brad Pitt. I thought he was from the South too. Chuck Berry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Janis Joplin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott Joplin apparently. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, that's it. That's all. Janelle Monae. Nah, that's all. Yeah, yeah, she is from, is from she Kansas from, City, Kansas. Kansas. Oh, Kansas. she's from yeah. Kansas. No, no sorry, sorry. And Andy's going to this. Okay. <laughs> Paul Red. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so before we start getting deep, um, let's, let's play a party game, shall we? Um, so, who can name an entire album that you can play without skipping one song. Easy. Okay. Uh, Document by R.E.M. was the best song they ever put out. There's not a crappy song on that album. The entire thing is good. It was the last song they did on when they were on the IRS label before they switched to Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. And every single track on that album is a brilliant, brilliant track. And so they're really good. If you think about the history of the band, and again, everybody knows I'm a huge R.E.M. fan. Every single track on that album. It's in the world. It's the one I love. I mean, oh, even okay. the unknown one, King of Birds, that's on there. Everything is an amazing, amazing song on that album. Okay. That one I'll throw out as the most listenable album of all time for me. Okay. Okay. I got one. First thing that came to mind for me was uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Eternal 1999. Yeah, you're not going to skip a track. Yeah, on that no, yeah. yeah I, I would agree. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, okay, I, I can I can concur with with both of these. I, I don't have one. You don't you have, have one, one album that you. No, but you hear how I mean. You hear my playlist. No, yeah, no, yeah. So now, I will it. say, I will a say, her Carpenter song. I will say, her playlist is, is as eclectic as I've ever seen anybody's <laughs> uh, playlist ever be. Um, yeah, and it's all over the place, genre wise. So it I would probably be some type of Prince album though, or Michael Jackson album, because I yeah. mean, as long as I can remember, Purple Rain. I can never skip a song on Purple Rain. Yeah, that's there's probably nothing, true, There's nothing yeah. skip. There's nothing. Yeah. Sk- I I can name now that you mentioned Prince. I can actually name off the top of my head Prince and Michael three albums that I wasn't going to say, but uh, so uh, Michael off the wall. There's nothing skippable. On the Michael yeah, off, the wall, off the wall. More um, than Thriller. Um, more than Thriller. Actually, actually, Thriller doesn't have any skippable tracks. But um, but if I was choosing, like, okay, I'm gonna listen to a Michael album. I always go for Off the Wall. It's for real? just an incredible. Album. I just get tired of the same voice and like I really just need variety. Yeah, and, I, I yeah. mean. Yeah. It, Really, like when we're driving and we're playing my playlist, Mario's like, oh, really, really. So this is what's interesting <laughs> because it's less about albums now, yeah, and more about playlists. Because I could skip Thriller on Thriller 
Mm-hmm. Although I find the rest of the album to be brilliant. incredible. Yeah. I just got so yeah, sick of Thriller. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's my thing. Like, yeah. I, Which is actually the reason that, that I would listen to Off the Wall before Thriller. Well, it's just that album it. got so saturatedly played that I'd rather hear the album that didn't get played as much, but got snubbed for every award that Thriller won. Well, and yeah. I think the Nonsense. way that you... Um, consume music now, yeah. like just going out and, and buying the digital copy of an album. Yeah. You don't even have to do that. Like you can pick and choose. Pick and choose the songs. And you so, want. It, yeah. you know, when we were growing up, mm-hmm. it was more like You're you bought the album. CD, you listened to the yeah. whole CD yeah. because yeah. you really, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And there were some crap yeah. songs on pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah like I can't, think of, I can't think of one that I, did, I haven't skipped at least one song on because yeah. I either got sick of it or I just. Yeah, you know, Doctor Australia and they were gonna never skip the song. Yeah, so 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 the other two, uh, both Prince albums, really? and and still not the one I was going to say. So, Sign of the Times, okay, okay. is yeah, my personal agree. favorite Prince album. Nothing skip, and it's a freaking double disc. <laughs> Nothing skippable on a double disc is super hard. Yeah, that's pretty challenging. And uh, and then of course. Purple Rain. It's just, yeah. There's nothing skippable yeah, on Purple Rain. Rain. But if you did any skipping, it's because you've heard the song so many yeah. times. That's the only thing that gets yeah. you. Uh, but um, here's an album that, if you were to stretch, what's your what's your stretch album? Okay. What one were you? Going I will. To I will throw it out. Violent Femmes initial album. Ooh, the wow. first Violent Femmes album that was the eponymous song Violent Femmes, Violent Femmes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I could listen to over and over and over yeah. and over and over. Actually, Nirvana's Nevermind. I get nothing. I, nothing skippable. Nothing skippable on that album. Nothing. Um, but, uh, you know, kind of, I guess, come from the genre that me and Roy both come from. I've, it, that's actually been a more challenging thing than not, because there are albums that I that I deem are incredible, and there's still songs that I would skip. skip. But it's really difficult to skip through just about anything on Biggie's Life After Death. The crazy. I was just thinking uh, that. Yeah, yeah, like that album is super difficult to skip. I would throw out the Great Gatsby soundtrack that Jay Z and Kanye did. Actually, that was a great album, which Mm -hmm. I thought was incredible. That was a great album, and there's no song I would skip on that album. I thought it was amazingly. It was actually a great album. Machiavelli was pretty like the yeah yeah. Then it had had like twelve or thirteen yeah. Now I will say this. Albums used to be, especially for hip hop, used to be more bloated. Like they they weren't doing like thirteen killers. They were right. doing twenty two songs and yeah. So seven of those were gonna be yeah. skippable. So that that's my only problem with some of these albums. Like they're incredible. Although I will say, probably um, for me, uh, one of the very few albums that I just don't wind up skipping anything uh, is probably Kanye's second album. 
Probably. Probably you know late registration here. I love Kanye. Probably so late registration. I think all of his songs are pretty. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a couple of different that I could listen to yeah. all the way through too. But yeah. you know, we didn't mention that's one that uh that I I can't skip through. It's like a, it's still. A, it's, I think it pretty much like a staple in hip hop was the Chronic. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Now, 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 now here you go. Here you go. Now you're talking about album. Ninety-one. Now you're talking about. Oh my god. Now you're talking about. I can remember ninety-one. I remember loving that album. I mean, that whole soundtrack was just like, and it was different too because he was using like the Parliament Funkadelic. It was like, you know, yeah, it's kind of old school. But he that was his first one away from NWA, wasn't it? Yep. When he went out of front and did the producing and everything. That was unreal. Yeah. I think Doggy Style would be. Doggy Style, too. I was thinking it, too. I put yeah, that yeah. up there. Yeah. I put up some H3 albums yeah. up there. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Actually, Doggy Style, that album was pretty incredible. Yeah, actually, that era. Yeah, the, that, that era right there. That, yeah, yeah, 91. That's what I like, shifted from like, I, East Coast I can think to like, of a whole coast. album on that I probably never skipped out. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess you have some of those. <laughs> at the time, yeah, at the time, I'm with you. Now, I when I hear it, I'm like, oh my! Like I played it with my daughter one time, Whoa, and I was just yeah. like, oh. oh no. Don't you feel like a little bit of his stuff is dated though? Like it, it actually bears the timestamp on it. Where I think the Chronic stuff, is a little bit different. Oh yeah, Chronic sounds fresh. Chronic now. The stuff after. Dr. Dre quit producing for him. Yes. Yeah. 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 All that yeah. stuff. I mean, sounds all great. the stuff that he that. Dre but you know, produced. he was he was he was. I mean, he really. If you even watch NWA, he really wasn't like a real artist. He was just no, a no, guy no. who was just. He, he was he a money guy. Talk some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. On the mic, he wasn't yeah, like. No, but now he, I will, he was just fucking around. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah. I will say the the Easy Does It album and the. Oh yeah, the Easy Does It album is incredible. Come on, that's a great party album. Oh yeah. And the first NWA album, those albums were both incredible. Yeah. Incredible. The the first rap song to go unofficially platinum because they weren't selling most of those before SoundScan was the uh, was the first NWA album. Yeah, because that was because she just. Dope man went platinum by itself, like as a single. They, they were not skinning the albums at that point. There was nothing, but it clearly went platinum. Oh my goodness! And I think if you look at like what the members of NWA did afterwards, you would have to say yeah. there were some brilliant, oh, brilliant yeah. solo albums that came after yeah. that. Oh yeah, that yeah. were on. Oh, yeah. Cube with all those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If I say Cube, at least, at least, at least, least three of Cube's albums are classics. Everything at Dre's was just, I mean, yeah, that that brain collective that was the original NWA. Let well, me think of what Dr. Dre did after after leaving the band. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. everything he's done has M&M. been. Eminem? Oh, yeah. We didn't even mention Eminem. He got yeah, some albums. We did, and he's got some great albums. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, the Eminem, Eminem show. Marshall Mathers, yeah, the Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah, yeah, like that's. And ooh. everything he did was hyper successful. Oh, yeah. Including becoming the first billionaire. Uh, hip hop artist of all time, Ugh. and yes, it was through the beat sale to but to Apple. But still I don't town, care. I don't he care. He did far more than just produce records. He took that and launched it into, into the stratosphere, incredible yeah. business empire. Yeah, which okay. is Ivan from the Interscope. So yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, so we warmed up now. 
Alright, good. <laughs> I feel good. Alright, so... Uh, here we go. Let's get into it. Oh, shit. Here we so go. first, <laughs> let's define wiretap. And in quotes or not in quotes? I put it in quotes with two P's. And I spelled it with two P's. <laughs> but I actually wanted to get the real definition of wiretap. And uh you know female is and off, some off the subject on the did you do a full chop on the dude? You got a, you got a oh yeah, yeah, it's been yeah, 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 yeah this is yeah, before. You haven't seen you, that, yeah. you haven't seen the anonymous new haircut. Me? Oh, yeah. it doesn't. It looks bad today, but yeah, thank you. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah. Um, do you want the Merriam-Webster version or yes. the legal dictionary version? Uh, no, no, legal, legal, legal dictionary. Okay. Okay, so wiretapping is a form of electronic eavesdropping accomplished by seizing or overhearing communications by means of a concealed recording or listening device connected to the transmission line. Wiretapping in particular is a particular form of electronic surveillance that monitors telephonic and telegraphic communication. The introduction of such surveillance raised fundamental issues concerning personal privacy. Since the late 1960s, law enforcement officials have been required to obtain a search warrant before placing a wiretap on a criminal suspect. Under the Federal Communications Act in 1934, private citizens are prohibited from intercepting any communication and divulging its content. But that doesn't mean the government is. Private Police citizens. departments began tapping phone lines in the 1890s. Well, it's really long. Okay. So yeah, the, the U.S. Supreme Court basically you have to get a warrant from FISA to be able to intercept any transmission from they, an American they citizen. They basically rolled it into. Um, you have a warrant. They basically right. rolled it into the Fourth Amendment. Um, the Fourth Amendment's pro, uh, pro, prohibition against unlawful searches and seizures. Yeah, so you have to have a warrant. So, and there's a special from, from the FISA court. There's a very secretive and special mm-hmm. government branch that handles all that called FISA, which which mm-hmm. is the only people that can give you, as a government official, the ability to wiretap. And wiretap is a little bit ridiculous because to say that people only communicate via phone calls anymore is just stupid. Right. When in fact, they don't. Right. Uh, and so, I, I'm definitely not defending Trump. I think he's a moron, and to say wiretap is stupid. If he had said surveillance, I probably would have agreed with him a little more. Because yeah. I probably honestly believe there was surveillance going on on yeah. the Trump campaign. And I, what, I pro- I mean, what I actually think is that they were doing surveillance on Russian officials that were in the country, and Americans involved in the Trump campaign got caught up in it. So what I feel is, is wrong... But there is a piece, and you you want to Google this yourself and look for the legal dictionary because the end of it, I mean, it goes on to talk about, um, you know, when the internet was sure. created, how it got rolled into it, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Um, and the last paragraph here says, in addition to the act broadened, um, the act broadened the provisions of the 1986 Wiretap Act that involved roving wiretaps. So roving wiretaps um, authorize law enforcement agents to monitor any telephone a suspect might use. But might a, use. again, this is '86, so, so you weren't you weren't in the era of mobile phones. Which no, the in, act was created no, in 1986. No, I understand. So, but but really, 
Mobile phones took off in 96 to 98. That's when the vast majority of Americans started switching from landline to, to, to wireless. Prior to that, it was analog. In 96, you came out with digital service, which was, un, which was hyper-encrypted. Prior to that, it was unencrypted. And you could go to Radio Shack and buy a receiver that would interrupt uh, and intercept your analog signals. And you could listen on any phone call. Now you can't because they're all digitally encrypted. What I find wrong, and I, again, once again, not supporting Trump or being a defender, but the law states that once you know that an American official of any kind is involved in the conversation, you are supposed to immediately cease and desist the recording of the conversation. It is never supposed to be transcripted, period. And that's what got up, uh, what, uh, Mike Flynn? Mike Flynn. Yeah, right. that's what got Yeah, but, but you that, know what's but that crazy was, is... That's incredibly illegal. It's incredibly illegal to do. And again, like, I just think the rules should apply to everybody. I'm not, I'm I not think a it Trump depends. fan. No, not at all. If they wanted to press charges against him, they could have. Because, again, if you're an American official speaking with Russian state operatives... And saying we're going to get rid of the sanctions, we're going to do all this stuff, which is hyper illegal. Right. That's illegal on its own because you can't, as a private citizen, make government deals. You're not allowed to do that. And they were not in office at the time. Uh, but at the same time, it's inadmissible because, as an American citizen, they were supposed to, by law, cease and desist the recording of the conversation. It says here, federal law only requires one party to consent to the recording of and the nobody, telephone nobody, conversation. And nobody, nobody, nobody consented. But you no, don't know no, that. Mike Flynn did not consent to have. He may not have, but you don't know that. You, you have, don't know without without working. Remember, in. remember, remember the uh, Monica Lewinsky Linda Tripp case. So where Linda Tripp was recording all the conversations, and they were all inadmissible because at the time, you various states have different laws. State law is different, but federal law, yes, it's state by state. It's different. But this was in Maryland, and she had to have permission and acknowledge Mm -hmm. the fact that the conversation was being recorded. Which is why, whenever you call any company in the world, they tell you just so you know. This call is being recorded for quality assurance purposes. It was all bullshit. <laughs> you know, quality assurance just means we're covering our ass just in case anything legal happens. But it's nonsense. But it was completely illegal to A, continue recording the conversation, and B, transcribe it, and C, to leak it. All those things were completely, completely illegal. Well, I don't... And he was doing something illegal anyway. I don't disagree with the illegal to leak it. I think that that is a huge issue, and it doesn't matter what president you're talking about. Leaks in government Obama, on his last days in office, gave authority to uh, tons of different government agencies to have national intelligence that they had never had before. Hmm. Never. And so all of a sudden, like, you don't think leaks are going to come out? That's ridiculous. I, of course they're It's unfortunate out. that they do, because I feel like once you get to that le- that. level, That's and wrong. you do, I mean, everybody has, you know, I mean, even our company, you sign a confidentiality sure. agreement every time you log I into your agree. damn computer every day. But it's, you know, unless you do something about that, you're going to continue to have the problem. And it's unfortunate that what they... What's the problem? What... Of leaks. 
I would agree that the problem is the leaks. They're illegal. And the, the fact that they actually recorded the entire conversation and then transcribed it and, and then see, that's it where I can't where say that that's illegal because I don't know why they but that, did it. That is entirely illegal. The, the law reads very clearly, once you know that an American official is involved, you have to immediately cease and desist the recording. You cannot transcribe it. But you just said... Okay, what, 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 what office did Flynn hold before Trump took office? It doesn't matter. He was, in the, he was on the part of the Trump uh, campaign. Kind no, he of. wasn't. Yes. No. Unofficially, he was. Okay, he but was that's working. the point. Unofficially, he matter. was. It doesn't yes, matter. Yes, it does matter. If you're an American citizen. He wasn't an American if, official. If you're an American citizen and they catch you uh, in a recorded conversation, then absolutely you have the right to privacy unless there's a warrant involved. And they did not have a warrant involved. And then furthermore, they kept the recording going, then they transcribed it, then they leaked it. That is all three illegal. That is not legal to do in any way, shape, or form. Because they had no warrant to do that. None. I, but that, how do you know it. that? So that's why Flynn said Everybody's down. admitted it. I mean, they've all admitted well, it. Well, they... They um, they said that Obama didn't have that he didn't request it. Right, but the DOJ would have uh, to go to the. the that's part of would why. Would have been the the people would have had to have gone to the FISA court to get a warrant, and they were denied. They got one approved in October, which would be surveillance on the Trump campaign, and that would be wrong. That would be completely illegal at that point. That would have to be at the request of the president to look into this. And again, remember, this was October when all of a sudden this stuff was coming out about, oh, well, Trump and the Russians are doing all this stuff. It's, it's completely illegal. And once you know that Americans involved in the conversation, you have to cease and desist reporting. I guess Period. it depends, though, on if you are um, involved in a terrorist act. Or and they, espionage. And they, were not. they were not. And But according to you... Flynn was unofficially part of the Trump campaign, and he was. He it's wasn't been involved proven. in espionage or anything else. He, the wasn't thing. it with Turkey that he was, they had that whole... Oh, yeah, they yeah. found that he was actually an operative for Turkey. The only thing that they have him <laughs> on record for at the moment is discussing the possibility of removing sanctions against Russia, and that is what they transcribed and leaked, and that is completely illegal. That's illegal. But while you were gone, a whole other news story came out about him being an operative for that, Turkey. That's not that's in not what this, they had the warrant for. Maybe not, not but in the investigation, that's what they found. But it doesn't matter. That's not what they had the warrant for. That wasn't the case. So I mean, oh, so it, I, so, so I guess here's my question. So so let's say they're they're doing the the they go to FISA court, they get the warrant. They're doing they're they're doing the surveillance, and then they find out something that's not in the warrant, but it's it, but it is illegal at best, uh, espionage at worst. I'll give you a classic example. And one, you would have to go get a new warrant to do that, and then secondly, the best example of this of all time is Ken Starr, who was in hired as a special prosecutor to investigate Whitewater. Yes. And all of a sudden it turns into Monica Lewinsky right, and right, potential right. impeachment. Right. This is the chain of events that happens. 
This is what nobody ever, ever, ever wants to happen again. So why we have the rules in place, and he was possibly the worst special investigator of all time. And he's a very smart guy, so I'm not dodging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a brilliant guy. But the way that he abused the power that he was given led to all kinds of unintended consequences that had nothing to do with Whitewater, which was the mandate that he was given. And that was it. Okay. That was it. And so this is my problem with going, oh, well, we found something else out. Oh, we just found something else out. You're like, you can continue that chain all you want. And all of a sudden, something that started pretty innocuous is now a shit show. Right, right. And you didn't have the authority to do it. Gotcha. You know, that's my problem. Right. And I, And again, once again, no Trump fan, no yeah. Trump supporter. I'm glad Michael Flynn is not in office. I think he's a horrible human being. And I do <laughs> believe that there was and there will be charges brought against Donald Trump at some point for impeachment because of the dealings with Russia. Yes. I absolutely firmly believe that. But I believe that you do it in a legal way. I think that you do it in a legal way that corresponds with the laws that we already have in place. Okay. So to answer your question, um, when they first started talking, they being the news reports first started coming out about his involvement, because there had been other issues as well. And I mean, just with Trump's team, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. This was kind of the icing on the cake. And Trump asked for his resignation because, according to this, it says, Trump says sources on Flynn reports pose real threat to national security. So Trump asked for his resignation. I don't know that he posed a real or... or I'm just saying that's what Trump said. And that's why he ended up resigning. What what the White House has said the entire time is that he lied to Michael Pence did not tell him the truth about his conversations with the Russians. And, and Pence went out and on national television and, that, and, and defended, defended him. him. And then that, when he found <laughs> out that he was lied to, that's why they fired him, which is a very legitimate reason. Yes, yeah, so. that's very legitimate. And I, and I would say, to Trump's credit, they did <coughs> fire him and kicked his ass out and said, go away. Well, and it could be for any well, number of reasons. They, they really asked for his reason. resignation, so technically he resigned. When you were asked for a resignation, I you, get were, that. You, <laughs> you were, were being fired. Yes. So right. it's one or the other. Uh, right. 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 If I right. say, hey, give me you, a resignation you're, you're, now. You're forcefully uh, resigning. Right. Yes. 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 Fair enough. So, so, so my, I guess my question then is, um, before we get to the next thing, um, so next one's uh, good too. So we're, okay. So first, be, you know, before we before <laughs> before we get to that, hi, hi, uh, hi. let's talk about uh, Comey today uh, and um, uh, FBI Director Comey um, going before uh, before Congress with um, you know to testify about this this whole uh, wiretapping with uh, two peaks. Uh, and he, uh, and he, of course, um, it's just stupid. I mean, it's stupid. Uh, and basically, he said he can't confirm any allegations that the Trump campaign had been tapped in any in any kind of way. So, what, no, no, no. What he what he did say was that uh, Obama, who has no authority to offer a wiretap of any kind, he cannot. Order yeah, yeah. A the president cannot in any order a wiretap. Period. 
That's what he testified to, yeah. that the president did not order a wiretap that was adhered to and that was executed on. That's what he testified to. So a president, a sitting president, can never, by American law, order a wiretap on anybody, right. period. And I personally, even Republicans in Congress are saying that Trump should apologize. Because he, he, he was wrong. He, yes. And he's actually, now it's deflected onto something else. And to me... What about when, this, though? J just to hear me out. Okay. What if, what if what they said about the British intelligence actually turns out to be true? What if Obama had a decent enough relationship with the British, which he did? They were pretty right. tight allies. Yeah. And so he got around the rule because he knows he can't go through the DOJ because that's going to be a mess. What if he, discreetly or indiscreetly, whatever the case may be, asked the British Intelligence Service, which they can, we can tap their stuff, they can tap ours. Yeah. What if he got the British Intelligence Service to tap the conversations so if the, and if then the, distributed them? But if the... I, I, so the, I don't the, know that's the, true. They the, denied it. So, yeah. I guess fact, my they question said it was is, patent, all of the absurd. But I would say that too. I said that too. All of the um, information was handed over to us. They left that out. They left out the part that they somebody talked to Obama. I mean, why? Why wouldn't? Why would they? If you're who? If if you're handing over all of this information, you're not handing over everything. Period. You never right. hand over everything. That is just so. Your question: one. What if? And I'm saying, if if he didn't go through the DOJ, the DOJ would never have had that information to, to give out anyway. So all they have to do is the bare minimum, and I think I truly believe they did the bare minimum because nobody likes Trump. They think he's a complete idiot, and I do too. So I think they're making it very hard to prove a case about this. But I do believe that probably. Somebody was tapping their, their you know, phone calls and that kind of stuff. I don't really give a crap. Like, if you're doing illegal stuff, if you're making deals with Russia while you're running for president to eliminate sanctions, well, you should be impeached. You should go to jail for that mm -hmm. shit. And so, I would love to see him be impeached and go to jail. And that's treasonous, in my mind. Yes. Which is the one crime defined in the Constitution, so you can be hung by a tree for that. I'm a-okay with that. I would love to see Donald Trump be. Yeah, that's actually defined in the Constitution that actually as, as the punishment for treason. You can be hung you by your nest. There are still states in this country that that is the death penalty is by hanging. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't bother me at all. No. Hanging by a tree. No. No. See you later. No. So, so, yeah, so here's, my, here's my next question uh, then before we move off of. Wiretaps. Uh, uh, I am of the opinion uh, that uh, enough information has come out that um, whether whether he did it kind of covertly or not, uh, Obama did not directly have him tapped by our government. So therefore, it's still a lie that Obama had him tapped. Not the well, intelligence. Le legally, what, just, I would just, agree. With just, you. So would legally, what Trump now, is saying is now, a lie. Yeah. So not now, necessarily. So now, if legally it's a lie, let's just let's just say let's just let's 
let's let's not assume anything uh, uh, super covert. Let's just assume now that it's a lie, or it now it's known to be a lie. Do you think the Obamas should take the high road, which they're known to do, or should they sue his fat ass? Because why well, I have to say fat? I'm well. Yeah, I'm just saying. Let's be honest. Everybody's seen Trump lately. Yeah, I get it. Uh, I'm just so saying. I'm kind of seeing his ass. I'm yeah. okay with that. Okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing. He's this. not in great shape. I'm not doing a Snoop Dogg. I'm not putting <laughs> fake guns to his yeah, head. He's not. He's not exercising. Hey, <laughs> no. I don't think he's using the playing golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's going to the golf resort. I don't yeah, know if he's playing yeah, that place in Florida. Great. Yeah, but uh, the southern one. What, do you, See, what, now his now his thing is. What about all the contacts with the Clinton campaign and the Russians? See, okay, no, so like, so apologize for your bullshit. So okay, so which actually, wait second, so wait, so for, wait before we, we before we, before we, before we go there because that's she's reading reading a tweet. I sure. can I can see. Yeah. Uh, so here's my, here's my, but let's let's answer the first question. If 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 it's true Obama didn't do it, and uh, should and and. I'm I'm curious about everybody's opinion, but I am really curious about your opinion. Coming from a family of lawyers, sure. Would you think the Obamas should sue him for this? Because this is libel and slander. If it's if it's not true, it's not because I honestly believe that he did order some sort of surveillance on the Trump campaign, and you don't want to open up that can of worms. Okay, so okay, so what if he didn't order it, but the British said? They're not, you the know, British, well, British I'm just saying, what if the British said, well, you know, we could look into it. You can't. But you know we can't. They're not going to do it without his suggestion and without his asking about it and without his knowledge of it. Well, I, so, I wouldn't say without his knowledge, but if, I would if, say... If, if he had knowledge, then, then he had a, a due diligence to report that. Because okay. that is a foreign government spying on American citizens at that point, and that would be illegal in and of itself, especially as the President of the United States. I do think that he did ask somebody somewhere, most likely the British, to follow up and just see what you can get. Yeah. Uh, See see, see what's happening. I would also say, and again, as much as I love the Clintons and I love them to death and I would love to go to a party with them and just hang out and have a (laughs) really good time. I think they were maybe the dirtiest people in the entire history of American politics. But they've always been on just inside the law. They just get away with it because they've never been caught. Well, you know, we've got a a couple that are both lawyers. uh, It's probably... They they, (laughs) they probably know know the law enough. And and so, I I don't don't honestly care who was talking to the Russians. If he was talking to the Russians, I hope he gets impeached and I hope he goes to jail. And honestly, I'd love to see him swinging by a tree. That would be fine with me, too. Because that would end this entire debacle that is his presidency. And we're not even 100 days in yet. Yeah, I know. He's already like, we have not gotten through the first 100 days. It's been like a reality TV show. Man. It's been horrible. It's been well, horrible. And, and he's, you know, the Democrats made up and pushed the Russian story as an excuse for running a terrible campaign. Okay, so which brought me, brings me to my uh, next she did next point. We were um, 
But I, they didn't we, make up that story. We, we he, were. What were that we, doesn't mean the clones weren't talking to anybody else. Too. What were we watching? And they were talking about uh, red herrings. And no, we were. They were talking about it. I saw about, it about how he throws them out all the time. Well, yeah, well, and that's was, what I was just going to say. I was looking at he stuff is, about. He's the king uh, of the, is, He's the king of the red herring. He just throws. You know, some if you throw something at him and it feels like it's gonna stick, he'll put out a shiny object. But he'll throw, yeah, he'll yeah. throw out a shiny object to the media and they'll go, wait, 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 what? And, and they'll chase that around for a while and uh, and almost forget about the so, original thing. So the definition of a red herring is something, especially a clue that is or that is or is intended to be misleading or distracting. Right. It's been around forever. That's what everybody does. If you're a good politician, that's what you do. You make up a fake story to get people off the real story. And he is incredibly good at that. Oh my god, we watched um, we watched, I don't know why Mario does it to me, but we always watch political <laughs> stuff on Sunday mornings. We watch a very sweet Gotta very watch. Caring um, uh, Oh, oh, like Joel Olsen. Yeah, and then it goes right into news. Sure. And every, uh, I feel like, oh, and then I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> right, that's why, that's why we watch Joel Olsen first, so we can, we can, get, we, get some, we can get some anointing and then <laughs> watch this book. Well, let, let me, let me throw this out as a counterbalance. Yeah. When did, when did the war with uh, Yugoslavia happen? When Klon was president. Yeah. When did that yeah. happen? Happened yeah. right yeah. in the middle of the month. Yeah, right, yeah, right in my middle. All yeah. of a sudden, we gave a real shit about atrocities in Yugoslavia out of nowhere. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, podcasters? Let's acknowledge the good friends of the Law Party Podcast. The majestic restaurant and Pendergast Club carrying on Kansas City's tradition of great food and great jazz, 931 Broadway in Kansas City, Missouri. The J. Rieger Kansas City Distillery. Whiskey, gin, vodka. That is oh so good. And friend of the podcast and panelist, Lane Bolin, managing to keep the podcast going, apparently wealthy or not. Now onto our regularly scheduled program. Really? I'm slipping on Manusovich. I've been So you're telling me they went in there and said, they being his cabinet, went in there and said, look. Uh, Mr. President, we need to get people off of this. We need to start a war. And yes, and let me throw this <laughs> I out. wouldn't be surprised I'll, to tell you the truth. I'll throw out a better example. because Just to prove my point on this, because how many people got on George Bush's ass for going to the UN and asking for a resolution, which he actually legally got to go into Iraq in 2003? Mm-hmm. You saw it? You know what that was? That was not a UN sanctioned action. No. That was a NATO action. Yeah. Because the Russians would have blocked it and they would block on the UN. So for all the Democrats who say, oh, you don't use the UN, you don't do anything, like you're not playing by the rules, that was a NATO action. And yeah. he did it uniformly without any permission from anybody and just went in there and started bombing the living shit out of Yugoslavia. And in fact, one of our stealth bombers got shot down, which they then had to go back and blow up, blow up. so that they couldn't find how we make stealth bombers. <laughs> you know, I mean, it yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah, it was, a, it was a ridiculous moment in time, I, I and it just coincidentally coincided with the Monica Lewinsky thing, and, and the definition that. of what is is, 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, okay, this I, is nonsense. I do remember that, actually. His other tweet today was, just heard fake news, CNN is doing polls again, despite the fact that their election polls were way off, were a way off disaster. Much higher ratings at Fox. <laughs> well, really? Yeah, he... He he loves Fox News. Can't blame my friends like me and the people who don't let me down. I'm blown away by the poll numbers. Those were his tweets today. That and a congratulatory tweet to his son about something. Of course. Oh yeah. Speaking speaking of speaking of more more nepotism or nepotism feeling things. Does anybody know what the job is that he's given to Kellyanne Conway's husband? No, no. I did not know they did that. Yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard, I heard that yesterday, and I was like, "Are you freaking serious right now?" <laughs> like, it was like his his repayment to Kellyanne Conway is, and I'll give your husband a job in the government too. <laughs> like, I'm like, "Are you serious? When are we going to piece this fool before he destroys yeah. the country?" He's proving know. himself to be a real winner. Oh my god! Uh, now, I will I will say this. I will say this for Kellyanne Conway. Um, she pivots so she for a pivots, DOJ rule, uh, yeah, position, uh, yeah, position, yeah. She, oh uh, she, well, she pivots, be anti-Trump. She, right? she pivots so no. She, she yes, she did. She, she did. was hardcore against him. Oh, and she and was they brought her she, on. she was a Rubio. Yeah, both, because yeah. that's uh, a big thing when she first started. They were like, "How could you even start talking?" Or you know, um, yeah. For him, when you were so, so against hardcore him. against him, he's yeah. gonna win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. She, and she gets on the winning team. That's what she does. Uh, yeah, yeah it, 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 that that one was amazing to me. I just I couldn't believe. Uh, it says that he is uh, Trump is expected to nominate um, Kellyanne Conway's husband to run the Justice Department's civil division. Oh God Almighty! That that's gonna be great. There will be alternative facts all over the place. <laughs> so, it says, if confirmed by the Senate, George Conway would lead an office that would handle legal challenges to major Trump administration, administration initiatives, I, such as the controversial travel ban. I bet you a hundred bucks right now that he's not confirmed. Yeah, I don't see him getting confirmed. I just, I but it, but it was a, I, I'm just constantly amazed at who Trump will even put up for these jobs. I'm it's like, just stupid. It's just, and he was the outsider. Oh, I'm yeah. getting, oh man, Washington cannot keep operating. Yeah, oh, this. yeah. I'm bringing all these outsiders oh, yeah. and all of a sudden yeah, but, every office is filled by campaign donors and oh, outsiders. Oh, man. It's yeah, just, just nonsense. Just, so he dra- he's draining the swamp and filling yeah, it back filling up it with other... With, 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 his, with his swamp yeah. monsters, right. It's ridiculous. Alright, so let's talk the American Health Care Act. A-H-C-A. Yeah, I, I thought it was hilarious that it's really the same damn initials, but they choose to say A-H-C-A. Right. They say health care. Right, right, yeah. It's so ridiculous. Right. Uh, Two words. So ridiculous. When it's one word. Because yeah. they're trying very hard to not have it as Trump care or Ryan care. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, so, so first of all, uh, actually, I, I did print out a couple things about this here. Um, so this is um, da, da, da. okay, so one um, 
these are, as, far, as far as I can tell, these are some of the things that they're keeping. Um, so you are going to be able to stay on. Um, they're actually keeping quite a bit. Your pay, yeah, which which is hilarious to me because, um, you know, the all the people who, who were voted in during the big Tea Party swing are still like, no, we should just repeal it. We should 22 just, of them have said they're not yeah, going to vote yeah, for it. Yeah, we should just repeal it and, and do something completely different. They need but 23, what the, I yeah, think. But what they two have to say no, yeah. and one guy just changed their mind. Yeah, so what they're finding is, um, when these Republicans go back to their districts, that the uh, their constituents... First, are realizing that uh, Obamacare and the America uh, that and the Affordable Health Care Act um, are the same thing. Finally, they actually go, "Oh, wait, 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 wait! We like the Affordable Health Care Act. Wait a minute, we didn't know that was Obamacare." And so now their constituents are saying, "We don't want you to get rid of these things." I think there's some major differences. I, there major, are differences, definitely. There are differences, I but I will say, but a lot of the things that are in the Affordable Health Care Act that people liked, they're just they don't want them to take away. So you can stay on your parents' insurance until you're yep. 26. Yep. Um, Pre-existing conditions have to be ignored. Yeah, exactly. Um, da, 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 da. Um, they're going to keep exchanges for at least for a. A time uh, they haven't specified what. Well, that's the big fight. The yeah, big yeah, fight yeah. is because that's an expansion of Medicaid, and so a lot of Republican Tea Partiers and wanted to see it end in, in 2017. Yeah, like and they're going to keep, and they're going to keep. They voted for for 2020. Yeah, so 2020, right? But the biggest thing that I think it does, and this is, and we've had this conversation before, the biggest change in the law that I think is a great change, and Obama should have done in the first place. If he wasn't beholden to trial lawyers and the Bar Association, uh, which is one of the biggest Democratic lobbyists, is interstate commerce yeah. on health exchanges. That's the biggest deal. That will drive down the cost of health care tremendously. And that is, that is a very, very, very positive thing. And I also think they should cap punitive damages. I think it's nonsense. Punitive damages are ridiculous. There's no reason to have them out there. And if you are going to keep them, then that money should go to the state, not to the individual who got them. So, you know, last week, um, the the CBO did their review of the American Health Care Act. Is a misguided <laughs> assumption. Um, Very misguided. Keep in mind, and here's why I'm saying this. Okay. It's three separate bills. They did an analysis of the first bill. Okay. So in the first bill alone, they said 24 million Americans will be uninsured. Right. But they're not counting the other two bills that are coming into law, which would be in place under this this administration. So that that's a very 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 misleading statistic, and which isn't correct at all. They analyzed the one bill that was up for uh, law at the the time. time. Okay. That's it. Uh, to be perfectly fair, Republicans have always said, and again, I'm not a huge fan of this bill either, mm-hmm. but I do like the fairness of it. They only analyze one when the Republicans have always said there's three bills on the table, and by the time it's all said and done and in place, no, there will be 
uh, coverage for far more than the twenty-four million lost insurance. That's not that's not accurate. Okay, so I guess my uh, next question then is, what about the uh, the they're saying that uh, as you as you age, your premiums will increase. Right. You are more likely to go to the doctor. Yeah. That's what which, happens. But which, those are the people that have the hardest time paying for their coverage. So, so the argument is that we should be subsidizing people who are higher at risk and have more medical bills and things like that. I don't believe that. I think insurance is based on your risk premium. And as you get older, yes, you start to become more likely to face medical bills. Why on earth would I want to pay more for some 70-year-old person who is insanely expensive? Uh, because they already get Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, all the other shit. But they're trying to phase those out, they're is not. the point. They're not. Yes, what? they are. That's not, that's, that is not true. They just had it on the news no. this morning Obamacare, that Brian said. Obamacare is, is based on Medicaid and an expansion of Medicaid. But Ryan and wanted to grants. get rid of it. That's what the, that's in the bill that he the originally. The Obamacare block grants. That's what they wanted to get rid of. And they wanted to put in interstate exchanges that would allow you to sell across state lines and drive down the cost of health care for everybody. But because they still the allow states the, to not participate. Yeah, I would agree. But the people that are at the, at the highest risk mm-hmm. and don't take care of themselves, why on earth do I want to pay for somebody who doesn't take that, care of themselves? I, that's, no, that's too broad of a statement. Because, no. Yes, it is. Because no. my parents try to take care of themselves, and my dad has a heart condition. It wasn't yep. like it was his fault, I, I, I'm not but saying he it's his takes fault. care of himself. I'm saying it's still, it's, he's more expensive than somebody else. I'm just saying that I'm you saying can't what, say what? that people that are older don't take care of themselves. Wait a second. And that's what, why what I would say is a general rule of thumb, and I believe statistically this gets borne out, is the older you get, the more health problems you have, and you're a more expensive insurance risk. Okay. So why on earth, as a young person, would I have to subsidize older people with more health risks than, uh, than me, for example, mm-hmm. just to support them. Like, that doesn't make any sense. I, I that makes no sense. We already do that with Social Security. We do that with Medicare. We do it with Medicaid. We do it with everything. And to be perfectly honest, there are far fewer young people now than there are older people. The baby boomer generation is getting ready to slaughter this country with medical bills, and there's no chance in living shit that I want to pay for that. I don't want to pay for it at all. So, in the original bill that Ryan proposed, it was getting phasing out Medicare. Not phasing out. Yes, the it block, was the because they grants, just they the just said this morning that he was going to have to revise it and take those suggestions it was, out. It was the additional block grants for Obamacare that was in question. And that was what they were arguing about. Nobody's arguing about getting rid of Medicare. They're arguing about getting rid of the way the Obamacare was structured and the different block grants of money. That's not that what they were talking the about. They were specifically talking about. Um, that's incorrect, and that's just not even. That's just not right. All right. They're talking about the extra money that goes to the states I, if you sign up for the They were talking about exchanges. something different this morning, but 
I can't exactly remember what they were talking about. It is the, the additional. Words they used. It's the additional money that went into government health care that they were. That's talking not what about they were talking about, though. So I can. So I. I, I actually. Because this, this particular argument makes makes me wonder a a bigger question, um, and that question is if the uh, Affordable Health Care Act isn't the right thing for the country, and the American Health Care Act isn't the right thing. I what is the right thing? Make it a competitive market. The same, the same thing that I've always said. Make it so that you can sell interstate insurance. Because again, if you're in Detroit, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, which is very high risk insurance wise, and you can start selling in Salt Lake City, and start to minimize your risk, that's great. And tort reform. My God, tort reform is the biggest deal, but yet nobody ever wants to acknowledge that that's the largest democratic lobby is these freaking lawyers who just want to sue everybody and their dog for punitive damages mm-hmm. all the time. So cut those two things out. And then all of a sudden you have a good plan. That's a very, that's a very reasonable plan. Private insurance at a state level, which allows you to sell interstate and you cap tort reforms. That's it. But then states, doctors don't have to do test after test after test after test that are unnecessary. This is true. And it's complete, complete nonsense the way they do it. But, but and, and, the, and intellectually, I, I hear what you're saying. It would drive down the cost of health care. Yeah, no. I, and, and like I said, intellectually, I hear you. Emotionally, I just think there's got to be another way. But what, what, what would the other way be besides finances? Uh... I mean, honestly. What are the financial well, risks? Well, I guess to well, I guess to me, and and yes, I will say, every other nation that has uh, has uh, nationalized health care na- has a much smaller population than us. And so, what what are I the will, what are the major medical advancements that they have done? No, and I, mean, I, I, I agree. No, I, I, nationalized I, I, care does China have? I fully agree. Oh um, uh, go off to a rice paddy and uh, die. I think yeah, it's there. It no. <laughs> I really, I really <laughs> think that. I really do think that's a. I just don't think you, that states should have an option of opting out of participating. It's a state law. Because th- that's part of the problem now. They've opted out of funding, or they've opted out of parts of. Sure. You know, and it, it because they can do it better. Obviously, they can't. So, but they can. A lot mm. of states have done far better. I don't. And have actually driven. Missouri down. hasn't. I, again, you're you're citing one example. I would say. States, but you're saying it's a state thing. It, it is. It's, it's your choice whether or not it's the same as education. So, do you know how much of education comes from the federal government? It's a two percent block grant to every state. So when we start talking about the same kinds of things, it still applies. It's at a state level, <coughs> they're in the best position to adhere to what their state population is. So I don't think Missouri citizens, but besides Kansas thing... Missouri, are very, uh, Kansas City and St. Louis are very healthy. Yeah, and I'm like, what? If you were in Utah, where most people are relatively healthy and live fairly longer than on average most other states do, why would you be penalized 
by having to get into these exchanges that are just absolutely insane. No, I'm talking and, about. I'm not talking and about have driven up the price of healthcare tremendously. I'm talking about opting out of interstate commerce. Why would you ever opt out of interstate commerce? Because states are stupid sometimes. They do dumb things. I mean, look at what's going on in Kansas right right now. now. You don't have the option to opt out of interstate commerce. You can only do intrastate commerce. That's it. That is the law. So you can't sell across state lines. What would happen is if you allowed interstate commerce... You'd be able to mitigate your risk by selling policies in I'd other healthier states to healthier people, which would drive down the yeah. cost of health insurance overall. And if you limited tort reform, which is absolutely insane, and the amount of money these law firms are making off of just bullshit, you know, nonsense claims and judgments, they get one third of the punitive damages that come every time. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Well, you and know? they get their cut first. Well, yeah, yeah they, they take it right off the top. Yeah, off the top. It's not and then hand you This your is money. why you do four and five different tests just to verify what you already knew the first time. Because you don't want to be sued. Yeah. You know, it's complete nonsense. So get rid of it. Get rid of it. Drive down the cost of health care by doing common sense things. Get rid of those two things. What do you think? What do you Roy? think? Yeah, I'm trying to say. I'm, just, I'm over getting educated. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I thought I knew something about uh, health insurance. I'm over getting educated. I, I sold health insurance uh, for a few years at Blue Cross of Kansas. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I thought I was knowledgeable, but I'm not quite as knowledgeable as you all. So I'm listening. But um, uh, I really, I don't see there's really any fixes. I think there's, too, you know, just, like you said, too many fat cats, too many, too many People, too many players that are making like serious money off of this. Well, and, and I guess that's what has always felt wrong to me, and I guess that's why I say intellectually, I really do understand what you're mm-hmm. saying, but emotionally, I just feel like there's some things that the profit motive. Well, like I said, the things you talk about cutting, these are people that are making you know yeah. enormous amounts of money. Yeah. Yeah. Insurance companies. Well, I mean, insurance companies. I mean, the, the, but the, the two things you're talking about cutting from those those lawyers. I mean, these are folks that are making so much money yeah. that they don't... They're, they're the ones that are making the, the decisions. The, the legal exactly. lobby is all about being hyper-democratic, and they were the ones who insisted that Tory reform not be a part of the Obamacare bill. That was why it was not included when it should have been included in the first place. Uh, most insurance companies They actually, tried to include it, didn't they? No, they didn't. The insurance companies... Or was that interstate what, commerce? That, it was both. And they were they were both hyper lobbies on the Democratic side for not including them in the bill. When strangely, most insurance companies actually wanted this bill to go because they thought, well, shit, now everybody's got to be insured, so we're going to get a ton more money. What ended up happening yeah, was the all the people you didn't want to insure all of a sudden ended up on your insurance rolls. And you're yeah. like, this is crazy. I don't want well, that and all the and all the people that you thought were going to have to buy insurance are on mommy and daddy's insurance. Exactly. Well, right. then a lot of small, well, mm-hmm. the small businesses exactly right. stopped offering insurance to their employees because yeah. they could yeah, go on well, the market. They, they and have it's to way do cheaper. Exactly. It's, cheap. it's way cheaper to do a group plan. Yeah. And you can't be turned down. Yeah. Can't be turned down for any reason. Like we, uh, like when I had a group plan, we paid 100% health insurance for everybody. And they could not be turned down for any reason in the sun. So it was just a great way to keep employees happy yeah. and to cover it up. But, you know, we fell outside the, the bounds of the Obamacare. Thank God. 
or he would have had to go probably to a state exchange and make everybody going around. Yeah. Is it just just the number of employees? Yeah, oh, it's okay. based on the number of employees that you have. Okay. So it's fifty and above. Okay. Right. And you were like at forty nine. We're going to hire in that 50th person. <laughs> I would not. Hey, would I'm not sorry, Kate. You're really talented. But yeah, I'm not good. intern. You're a contractor. Right. Yeah. Right. Here's your 1099. Good luck. <laughs> okay. So, uh, last but not least, um, Gorsuch. Um, um, the person that is uh, up for... Uh, Antonin, Antonin Scalia's seat on the Supreme Court. Um, uh, they were beginning his uh, confirmation uh, hearings today um, while the uh, FBI director was uh, doing his hearings um, with a different committee. Odd timing, huh? Yes. <laughs> I about to say, red herrings everywhere. Indeed. So, um, does anybody know how that ended today? Because what I thought I heard, and I could be wrong, but I wasn't able to confirm it, was that um, he was getting uh, a soft confirmation today. And uh, But it's mainly Republicans asking questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today. I, yeah, it didn't feel like... Uh, it wasn't necessarily a bipartisan questioning today. No, but it better look good there. Yeah, no, I do believe that. Um, How do you spell his name? Because uh, it's not coming up. I believe when I that spell is. It. I believe that is the correct spelling. Yeah, I thought that was it too. G O R S H U C H. Um. So. I do believe he'll get confirmed. It's going to just by numbers. Yeah, I, I do believe he'll get confirmed purely on numbers. Um, I still have a problem with the fact that. Um, they would not even. Um, it's still going on. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's going now. The, the fact that they didn't even hear um, uh, Obama's appointee still bothers me, um, purely because, um, as far as uh, as far as I know, or at least in modern history, um, that has not happened before. It has happened before, but what I find ridiculous is, according to the Constitution, the Congress only has the ability to advise and consent. They do not have approval power, and this is something they've tried to adopt over time to say, no, we get approval power, and that's not correct. It's only advise and consent. Okay. So it's a complete load of bullshit and a power that they hijack. Not to the presidency as a hijack powers, too, right. but this is one that, that Congress has... Uh, stolen okay. away I got you. and it should only be advised and consent to say yeah we recommend we don't no, 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 no. Yeah. but it's not to approve or not approve right. it's only to advise and consent okay is the way that it reads yeah so yeah, yeah. it's complete nonsense yeah I, yeah, I and I, the way what they did to Obama was complete bullshit they never even brought it to a vote they never did anything yeah I think that's I think the thing that bothered me the most about um Obama's pick is that they didn't even bring it to a vote. It was just like, well, you know, he's a lame duck president and we're just not even going to. When at the time that uh, he was brought to a vote, what did he have, nine months left? 
Yeah, or or something like that. So it was yeah, like they had a long time. They, they, they had, almost a year. Yeah, yeah, they had plenty of time yep. to at least uh, vet the guy and see. If so that part's never been done before. Yeah, what was blocked before was under FDR and under the New Deal. He tried to expand the Supreme Court to thirteen justices instead of just nine. Oh, okay. Uh, and that was blocked, gotcha. uh, big time, because he tried to stack the Supreme Court with people that he liked. That would pass all of his New Deal legislation and not block it. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, but no, very, very, very rarely in the history of this country is a Supreme Court nominee ever not, A, not been brought up for a vote, and then B, yeah. not been approved. I mean, like, generally you kind of grill them for a while. Yeah. Again, the lobby and advising and Senate, you don't actually have the power to block it. Gotcha. Uh, and so it's, it's complete nonsense. But to not bring it up for a vote yeah. was criminal. And I think this is going to come back and bite the Republicans in the ass. Yes. Because they set up a standard now to where, oh, all we have to do is delay yeah. and not bring it up for a vote. And when Democrats are back in the majority, it's going to screw the Republicans hardcore next time they yeah. have somebody come up. Yeah, which actually... Two of the most frequently mes- me- mentioned people to- in today's hearings weren't even in the room. Judge Merrick Garland... Uh, Obama's, Obama's and pick. Senator yeah. Mitch McConnell, <laughs> mm. who blocked it. Mitch McConnell wasn't there? What the hell was he doing? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm like, why wasn't he there? Pissing off Ashley Maybe Judd Maybe he somewhere. wasn't in this <laughs> round of so that's questioning. All does. Mm. Um, they said that it starts again tomorrow. Wow. I mean, he is the leader of the Senate. Like, for him to not be there is just absolutely insane. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why wouldn't he be there? Like, You're the leader of the Republicans in the Senate. Yeah. You need to get your ass in your chair. I'm like House Majority Leader. There. I've never known not. He's a Senate Majority Leader. Mr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like. I mean, that's complete nonsense. I'm like, I've never known the Senate Majority Leader not to be at a, at, at something a like this court justice hearing. Yeah, like this is that's idiotic. Yeah, that's just so crazy. stupid. Is beyond. So words. they were talking this morning about you know he's. Um, a conservative who's replacing a conservative. There yeah. are things that he's voted um, differently than most conservatives. So it's, you know, on the things that you may think that it's, it's not always going to go the way you think it's going to go. Yeah. This is one of the biggest and, facts in American history because people think that because a Republican president nominates a Supreme Court justice, they're going to vote Republican. In fact, uh, there have been numerous instances throughout history where they have been proven absolutely flat-ass wrong. Well, and they said that... choices. I can't remember the number, but it was if it wasn't 100%, it was pretty high of um, Supreme Court decisions that were unanimous. Yeah. So it's very rare that you're, you know... Have a split court in the Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I mean, Sandra Day O'Connor was a great example. She was a Reagan appointee, yeah. first woman on the Supreme Court, voted... For many liberal, yeah, I did yeah, a lot of liberal and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was like, "Oh, I got a Republican on there." She's like, "Oh, fuck you guys." I mean, it happens all the time. Well, and to me, whether you're Democratic or Republican, once you become a Supreme Court justice, you're not supposed to vote that way. You're supposed you, to Constitution, you're supposed, right? Yeah, you're supposed to vote the Constitution. Yep. But it's how you interpret the Constitution because you can go back to the Warren Court, which is a hyper activist court. And say, okay, well, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So take that example. So that, right. this is a thing from modern times. 
Life, liberty, pursuit, happiness, etc. Well, life and liberty, you could say, well, that's also... That extends into healthcare, or that extends into all these other all things. These other things. You can right. make an argument that right. expands your court's power very, very, very broadly. Yes. And so you can have a very activist court, or you can have a hyper-conservative court. And one thing I think people also forget, just to throw this out, was, and I think this is a classic example. So George Bush put uh, Judge Roberts as the head of the Supreme Court. He's the yes. He's the head right now voted in favor of Obamacare Mm -hmm. based on a technicality which said it was passed as a tax. And so because of the fact that it was passed as a tax on the American public, that's well within the the president's right to do that. Although, again, he passed one of the most democratic bills of all All time, upheld it, national health care, basically. And this is a Republican appointee. So you never know what your appointees are going to do. No, and the thing is, when they're appointed, they may feel one way. And over time, you know, I mean, you just, you don't know. Yeah. I think the only and person he, that we have not, no idea how they actually feel yeah. is Clarence Karen Thomas, Thomas. <laughs> because he never, <laughs> he never actually writes an opinion. He, he never writes an opinion. He's written opinions. He's never asked a single question. This is true. This is true. So he has written opinions, <laughs> but he's never asked a single question oh, the entire time. And, but the majority of the time, yeah, you're correct. He has written opinions, but the majority of the time, he just kind of dittos he just sits an there opinion that he that he... Yeah, I agree with that. Ditto. <laughs> like, are you serious right now? Like, you have nothing to say? You don't have a single question about yeah, this yeah, case? Nothing, like, right. I think of questions on almost every case. So, yeah, I, exactly. I have a question about the Supreme Court. Yes. So, the decisions have, because I, I haven't looked this up, but has a ruling ever gone back through and been overturned? Many times. Many times. So, you would uh, take... Dred Scott decision was overturned. Uh, you could go back to almost every civil rights uh, action that was overturned because they were previously upheld by the Supreme Court. Uh, there's any number of things that you could do. I, and that I think that that's where certain groups of people are concerned. So, yeah, it's it, it having... interesting. I don't, I don't see anybody overturning Roe versus Wade or anything like that. Like, I don't think it's well. I, I guess specifically, um, what's the current hot topic is the you know LGBT being able to marry, oh, yeah. and they're very concerned about that, mostly because of Pence. But I would say I would say that, and this is just being devil's advocate. It's not a protected civil right. It is. It, it, it isn't a protected civil right. So in in terms but of neither just is strictly you marrying us marrying. Yes, it is. It's not. What do you mean? It absolutely is. A protected civil right because that would fall under the, under the uh, race guidelines, which is a protected civil right. So no, 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 I'm talking about a man and woman marrying. Well, that's that's never been decided constitutionally, and you have the right to do whatever you want. That's not prohibited by law. So, so it's really just giving them the same right that. In, in my humble opinion, in America, this is the way it ought to work. Everything's legal. And this is a law that prevents it. And if there's a law that prevents it, you challenge it and then go. Mm-hmm. So you should have the right to do anything you want. So when people go, oh, I'm going to give gay marriage a right. You're not giving gay marriage a right. All you're doing is saying, I'm not going to make it illegal. It was, it was already a right. It was, it was just fine to begin with. 
But a lot of states didn't see it that way. So they passed laws Mm -hmm. that all of a sudden, and only very recently, that did they start to pass laws prohibiting it. And now it's a a legitimate grounds for a legal action because nothing in this country is illegal unless you pass a law against it. And there was never laws in the books that prohibited gay marriage in most states. They just had never defined... They had never defined marriage. Until when? George Bush ran yeah, yeah, yeah. in 2004. Do you think it was the 80s, though? Really? No. Do you no, think it was, it was when not. Reagan was president? No, it was all four. Absolutely not. It was George Bush in 2004 who got it on the ballot in most states, which brought out all kinds of religious Republicans, which is why George Bush ended up winning that election. Because if you look at the states that he won... They made sure that there's a constitutional amendment vote on the ballot that would outlaw gay marriage, and that brought out all kinds of religious right. That's how we won in 2004. So it, it was never prohibited legally prior to that. Mm. And you yeah, I, the, the problem wasn't that it was prohibited legally. The problem was that because uh, marriage, as it was legally defined... It was never was legally defined. It's, well, it's, uh, but but people, it, it went back to okay. I'm a religious official, and I can't marry you because our doctrine says man and woman. In a church, not, yes, but it was never legally but, defined until oh, it became by state, right? But and you then could they go started to legally the defining justice it. of the peace. And, then they right. started legally defining it. Mm-hmm. So, like Missouri has a constitutional ban against gay marriage, which is just stupid. So, if it ever is challenged, which I would love to see it be challenged. I'd love to see you go to the Supreme Court. But uh, my, are you my, sure they still do? Because we have people uh, at work that got married. Absolutely. No, they got married in another state. Because it is completely illegal to be a so, married I guess, gay like, couple in Missouri. I guess one of our um, Yeah, I'm about to uh, say, yeah, you go to Canada, Kansas, or go to Illinois. Kansas, I would be yeah. shocked if it's nah, illegal nah. in Kansas. It's completely illegal in Kansas. Go to Iowa. I'm Iowa saying it would be legal in Missouri before it would be legal in Kansas. Iowa passed it before almost anybody did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were one of the very, very It's very just first. unfortunate that you people care. Like, I could give a shit less what you do, the argument who you be, get married and, and, to. And I would agree. I, I get where the argument comes from. And, and again, I'm not I'm certainly not a religious person, as you know. But you can't pick and choose what is... This is... This is a, when it's a... Go ahead. But this is why. Because I think the argument that people are making is it's a choice. So if you choose to be uh, engaged in gay action or not, you know, I mean, how much? I, <laughs> I, I love that phrasing. It's gay <laughs> action. You know, I, I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> no, but I, I feel the way you I've known from. a shit ton of people who changed their mind. Who were gay, then they weren't gay, then they were gay again, and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. You know, That's usually it's, bisexual. Not normally. Like, I have an uncle who was married to a woman for a long time. They had kids, and all of a sudden he said, okay, I'm gay, and now I'm going to change. But, but that makes it hard to protect it as a civil right, you know? But me, I'm just like, I don't give a fuck what you do. Do whatever you want. I could care less. Well, I guess that's when my you're, thing. When you're making it a civil right, you're talking about things that are inalienable to uh, choice. They are what they are. Your gender, your race... To some degree, your religion, you know, and I even think religion should not be protected, so right because you can pick and choose whatever the hell you want to be, you know. And so, is it the eh, is nonsense. it? I mean, isn't it the right to pick and choose to to 
for whatever religion. But, but this is my family. Like, nothing should be illegal unless there's a specific law passed against it. So in my mind, in America, the way America should work is everything is wide open and legal unless we decide to pass a law against it, in which case you fight it out on the Supreme Court. Well, that's so, kind of how America started. They didn't have any laws. Right, and, and that was awesome. So <laughs> what I want to do is go back to... And then you had I'm the government... I want to go back to no laws. <laughs> the government then, taking land from people. No. No, no, no. Uh, yes. No. That should have been legal, too. It should absolutely have been illegal. What they did to the Seminoles under Andrew Jackson in Florida was completely unconstitutional and was wrong. In fact, Jefferson, who was the biggest asshole in America, who was a strict constitutionalist in the, uh, the Louisiana Territory Act, mm-hmm. which he did, the was Louisiana completely, completely, oh, completely yeah. unconstitutional. Well, it was and funny, too, because they were quoting him today about how he said that, because um, they were talking about Trump tweeting, and they said that, you know, uh, Jefferson is one of his idols. And he said, they said Jefferson believed that the president should never have direct contact with the American people. Jefferson was a moron. And whenever people quote founding fathers, they always act like they were this group of guys who got along and high-fived each other. No, they totally didn't get along. They hated each other. They thought very different things. And this country was forced through compromise, which is what we lack now. And Jefferson was a complete idiot. He was also the same person who said the Constitution would be rewritten every 20 years. Which is just stupid as shit. Well, yeah, and that would know. never happen because I mean, nobody would be able to agree on it. I mean, like, really, nobody would be able to agree on it. There was no bigger hypocrite in the founding fathers than that moron who uh, disagreed with slavery but yet had slaves. I had slaves. And, and I'm like, you're Didn't you have children too? Oh, yeah, yeah, with Sally Hemmings. Yeah, they proved it by DNA. Like, you're a moron. You're a complete freaking idiot. You were just stupider than shit. And you should just go away as a founding father. Congratulations on the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, I, it's I mainly mean, written by Ben Franklin anyway. So go away. And, yeah, and, the Hammonds, <laughs> and the Hammonds kids have absolutely no claim to the to the Jefferson estate. Although they have started to do family reunions together. They actually have started doing family reunions together, which, which is, is nice. hilarious to me. I remember hearing about that about five years ago, and I was just like, how awkward is that family oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the, 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 the children of the slave owner it's and the children of his slave mistress. Oh, my God. Yeah, like hey, I'm having a oh, big family reunion. Wow. <laughs> that's <laughs> just nuts to That's me. not going to go yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'm, it's I'm just sure ridiculous. the people that participate in them are... That's far enough removed. Oh, no, no way. I would, no I would be way in living hell. I think there's a lot of people with a lot of grudges who are still hanging on to that and going, you denied us for hundreds of I years? I doubt, seriously, they're attending a family reunion, though. I bet they are and causing trouble, and I'd love it. I hope they do. I'd I, love to see yes, them burn down our rebel rouse are here. <laughs> and then Trump will be swinging by a tree at the same, same place. <laughs> So, these are our conversations now. These are interesting. Yeah, but I say, yeah, but I say, yeah. The podcast has changed a little bit since the last time. Uh, which actually brings me to something that's going to become part of the intro, but it's uh it's but I haven't re-recorded the intro yet. But I'm gonna go ahead and read this to you now because 
I think before we end this podcast, I probably should. And that is, the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect those of the Good Times of Good People Company or their sponsors. <laughs> so, uh, with that... With then I say counts for anything. That's exactly where you're going That's with your this. opinion. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> Fair enough. With that said... Uh, with that said, I'm going to end this podcast in the way I end all podcasts. And that is with the toast that started it all for me. And that is the good times with good people. Love you guys. Thank you. I missed the last two weeks.